T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All fellows with monkey sounds in there are called good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon and happy Thursday to Ah, that's Danny Morang, Dusty Hera, Jeff Russ back in the building. How are you, Mr. Russ? Hey, it's nice. We got one day with all of us back at the same time, huh? That's right. That's right. That's how that's how the holidays operate around <laughs> yep. here at Odyssey Portland. Um, hope everybody's staying warm out there. It's it's very cold. It is uh, very windy. It is uh, my own personal hell. So <laughs> <laughs> happy Thursday, everybody! Yeah. And we've got the new Whee! furnace getting installed as we speak. Wait, uh huh. New furnace at the Rust household because ours went tease up on us. No, when? Uh, Tuesday morning. No. Woke up to the smell of gas in the uh, garage. And That's never a good thing. No, no, and we're not talking about mine. Uh, yeah, smell of natural gas in the garage, so time for the old new furnace. Oh, buddy. Yeah, we've been living on space heaters for the last two days. That sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. You're telling me. But hey, turns out, not great, Bob. Hey, you know what, though? You know what? Hmm. It's better it's been the last two days than the next two days. I feel bad for the guys that they showed up this morning to install it. Yeah, man. It is biting cold. It's very cold out there. I hope everybody's safe. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to all the folks at uh, ODOT, um, because I saw the lines on the road, Danny. I saw the de-icer lines on the road. There you go. I, I, I saw even on the side roads, major side roads, they had them. Shout outs to my dudes at ODOT for for laying down uh, the de-icer. I, I was reading this too, um, that like as we're watching the weather, okay, with freezing rains about to about to be a coming, but they're saying that snow first is actually better for like the roads and having a little bit of traction. You want that little base layer of the snow yes, and then the ice to go over because then you're just not, uh, you know, ice skating. I'll still ask for all of that to hold off until after we leave here to head home today. Yeah. 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 Can we do that? <laughs> Speak so, to the weather? Yeah. Fingers crossed. All hey, right. weather gods. Uh, so, yeah, special shout-outs to the HVAC folks out there, making sure people's homes uh, stay heated. ODOT, road workers, um, for making sure roads are all good. And how about this one? PGE, too. PGE. Oh, yeah, because there's going to be some power there outages. There will be some power outages. There already listen, are. Hey, listen. I, I will I will <laughs> laud them when they get it look. done. Okay? 
That's what I will do. I uh, I have I have been one of those unfortunate few that has been without power for a long time after the old ice fell on the oh, line. Yeah. And let me tell you, after a solid week of that nonsense, um, I had a special level of hatred for PGE. What? See, why hate PGE? Because they not weren't their fault. They weren't out there fixing it. It's not their fault. It is. <laughs> so they're like, you know job. what? You know who we're going to screw over? That meringue guy. Yeah, in Newburgh. No, this, so, is, this is when I was in Tualatin. Oh, okay. Can we do that? Can we Can we go uh, correlate oh, so, this so to So this sports? is an old grudge. Oh, yeah, can, no, I hold on to these can, things. Can we do this, correlate this to sports? Okay. Yes. You often say this, right? And we mm-hmm. often have these conversations off the air about how silly it is that somebody gets blamed for a team letdown. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Like we sit there and you're like, it's not Anthony Simon's fault that the, the first loss in OKC, yeah. which we'll get to number two. <laughs> but there were fans like, oh, Ant with the with the bad tip, the bad deflection. It's like there yeah. was like 17 things in the final four minutes that went completely sideways. So it's not Ant's fault, but that's the same thing with like the PG. No, Sorry. they have one job. No, they no. have one job. Sorry. Sorry, your home didn't have the power. We're only working on 100,000 people who don't have power Listen, right now. it wasn't just me. It was me and they're my trying. whole neighborhood. They're trying, man. We have they're one, trying. We have one line in, one line out. But they're try- it's, it's not like they're, they're sitting there like, you know what would be awesome? If we screwed over all these people right now. I bet you there's somebody is, though. <laughs> we have a PGE texter, it looks like. <laughs> I love. Hold on. Can we just can we just acknowledge Danny's tinfoil hat? No, nay. Danny's tinfoil head here. Which is, nope. Bet there is somebody there though. It's like you know what? Mm. Screw that neighborhood. They seem like they had a good enough Christmas as it is. They're throwing darts. Like mm, nope. Screw these guys. PGE guy says already ten thousand people without power oh, right now, man. and the ice isn't even here yet. And he said apparently it looks like that week uh, we had eight hundred thousand people without power. Ooh. When you Whoa. were out for a week, so yeah, he's like, yeah. "Sorry, dude." <laughs> yeah, that it, it, it did suck. I mean, it was it was thankfully uh, mm. my my parents had the spare Jenny. Yeah, so no, <laughs> just generators laying around at the old meringue household at the, at the compound. Jeez. Yeah, oh man, and now the tinfoil head is making sense. You have you have multiple generators. You got food stockpile. Yeah, you I got, was trying to use the uh-huh. Dutch oven to stay warm last night. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. no. Uh, no. <laughs> An actual one. No. Oh, no. Oh, you, know what's, no. you know what's funny is I actually, oh, no. a, a buddy of mine actually brought the stacking Dutch ovens mm-hmm. out camping one time. We were out, we were out shooting. Yeah. He made from scratch chili, chili. and cornbread. Yeah, that's what my buddy does. Oh, my buddy Ben. Oh, my God. Yeah, Ben in Rock Creek. If you're listening, oh. I want some of that chili. With and it was the on a day bread. like this outside. Yeah. Like it was cold, cold. And that, yeah. the triple stack yeah. Dutch oven. The and, heat from the chili. Cooks the cornbread on mm-hmm. top of it. I, already, I just ate and my pot roasted mashed potatoes from last night, and I'm already hungry again now. And speaking of that, if it's the chili and the cornbread, enter Rust's version of the Dutch oven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chili and cornbread, much it's more all, delightful. It's all, it's, all, it's all related. It's all ball bearings these days. Okay. Um, Everything's ball bearings, don't you know? You know what? uh, So, hey, special thanks to everybody out there who's busting their ass, though, to uh, make sure we do have... We don't have a repeat of last time. ...roads to drive on and power (laughs) so we can watch our bowl games and we can watch NFL and uh, NBA on Christmas Day. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Even though Danny doesn't want to, I will will do it. I'll do it for us. Just, just know Danny's skeptical of you. 
right now. I'm, I'm waiting. Into, I want results. <laughs> Dusty's preemptive. <laughs> I just appreciate you all being out there, man. You're trying mm-hmm. hard. Trying hard. Danny's yeah. not giving participation trophies over Definitely here. Definitely not. I am. I'm saying, hey, uh, I'm, I don't like being out in the cold, and you guys are, so thank you. Um, all right. So, yeah, it's going to get cold. We're going to have some snow maybe tonight. Then ice is yeah, basically, ice uh, is coming, guys. I drove the sports car today, so if Ooh. it starts getting sideways here in like the next hour yeah, or so, leaving. I'm gone. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You can we'll just be on the phone. And, uh, well, Kim was like, what be... did you drive today? And I was like, the 350C. She's like, oh, no. I'm like, yeah, well, the wife. Yeah. You know. We'll, be, we'll have Fast and the Furious uh, Meringue Edition. Yeah, exactly. Let's see if, it's all, about, if, if it's it all about family. Yeah. Family. Family. <laughs> okay. Um, I never got to my story yesterday about the Safeway over here. No, you didn't. Yeah. So I went to go get and dro- dropped into the local Safeway here. Uh, it's a great Safeway. I actually like it. There's not a lot downtown. There's not like grocery stores downtown. Typically not. No, is that, that weird? No, that's 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 uh, that's how gentrification works. Well, I mean, like most cities, though, like if you have people, like a lot of people living there, like you usually have some grocery stores. No, they, they, like they, they call it food deserts. Jeez, yeah, man. No, it's a real problem. Well, so I get out of the car and I'm walking down the street and all of a sudden I, I hear this this woman screaming. And I'm like, whoa, what is happening here? And she's like freaking out, yelling, let me go, let me go. So I'm like, uh-oh. I come around the corner. I'm like, hey, what is going on? These two dudes are, like, trying to corral this lady who's who's trying to get away from them. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what is going on? One of the dudes just, like, grabs something out of her hand, and they just let her run up. She's got a lap dog in her arms, right? And this little thing is yapping. She's yelling, let me go, let me go, let me go. And I look, I'm looking at these dude, two dudes who are sitting there, like, shaking their I'm like, what is happening here? And this lady from across the street's like, you can't touch her, comes in like screaming. And they're like, ma'am, like she was shoplifting. She does it all the time. We were just getting our stuff back. And she runs away. Like her, this lady, this this gal, her M.O. is to shoplift. And they have they have security guards yeah. at, at this store yeah. because it ha- there's so much loss that they have like a loss prevention team of like security guards on at all at all times and her MO is to just start screaming let me go let me go and they're just like sitting there being like just give me the stuff back and then they grab the stuff from her and this lady just goes and she just shop she starts stuffing stuff in her in her coat with her laptop and she was dressed like very nice like she was wearing like so she's doing designer, the, yeah, like puffy coat, all this stuff. And I was sitting there, like she has like this little. So she plays the victim, like a very expensive dog, like little lap dog with her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she plays the victim and just starts yelling because she knows that people are going to come and gonna see help two her. Dudes yeah, accosting a woman outside a store. But in, in reality, the guy's just like, no, Thank groceries you. back. You do this all, and they're like, he does this all the time. And that to me is. But Ugh. like I don't get it. It's bananas, first of all. But then I was starting to talk to some some people um, that work at different stores around town, and it's like so bad to where like some of the stores are just said, "Let them just let them go." It's well, not even worth stopping. I, I them thought anymore. typically that for and several years now, walk that's the out thing. with people walk out with like carts. Yeah. Well, that takes some what? stones. What? I oh, mean, no. you know, it's it's one thing imagining you know an, an item or two here or there, but yeah, an entire I mean, cart. I mean, cops aren't responding to anything here anymore, unless it's like violent crime. Well, I know that, but I'm okay. It's less about like the police in the violent crime, but 
how about a little decency and no. just like not stealing have you, have you, stuff anymore? Have you been around here last this, two years? Yeah, no, and this isn't just like in downtown. These are people like yeah, all around a, the area. New, like, like yeah. that is bizarre to no. me. The entitlement in the I, I, I just like I'm going to take this. You're not going to do anything yeah. about it. Watch me go. Like when people talk about like I don't the, like I'm, the downfall of Portland. That's the stuff they're talking about, not necessarily the the riots geez. and stuff like that. And I, I don't want to go down this road a ton, but there there is an element of like it's not great down here no no and there's been this pushback to not acknowledge that yeah because there is cool stuff like down the street you know a buddy of mine's got a restaurant jojo yeah brand new it's very cool it's very cool kicks ass food's amazing it's right there in pearl but then you go around the corner and you know we've got a guy out here on a regular who when it's not 20 degrees is literally shooting heroin into his toes yeah on a regular basis we found human crap literally outside our doors multiple times like there's there's the good and the bad, and there's yeah. a lot of it just smashed up against each other, and we're, we're literally smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah, and I don't think it's unique to Portland. No, I don't it is it is not unique to like, and that's one of the things that was like ah, it's dead a city. It's, mm. it's it's really just the it's the big cities, particularly yeah. on the West Coast right now. It's Man. a problem. Uh it's brutal though, and uh, so let's have a little decency. Can we can we have a, a little, little holiday bit, cheer? Yeah, let's also, have a little decency. PGE, get your S together. No, how about this one? Um, I like I like this text right here. Um, I don't work for PGE, but now that Danny has decided they only have one job and don't do enough to get power back on when it goes out, I think every time the station goes off the air and whatnot, we should just always blame it on Danny. No, I, no, I'm in. No, we, <laughs> we, in. Or, we already have a scapegoat. His <laughs> no. name is Will Ortner. No, I, and this person's just saying that, that is Will's job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what needs to happen is uh, you have one job, and it's to keep us on the air now. All right? There we go. Bingo. If I could find the button that turns us off, I would. <laughs> I love this text. That what I saw, Dusty, what you saw was the female version of uh, Azelle from Friday. Man, get up. It ain't even wet over there when he slips and falls. Ah, oh, my neck and my back. <laughs> Uh, it's true. That is exactly what I saw, which is somebody stole something and then was like, ah, what are you doing trying to get it back? Get what is rightfully yours back. I just, I feel bad for those security guards. Man, you guys put up with a lot of stuff. Uh, all right. Let's get sports, shall we? Uh, we've got a lot that we need to get to today. We have got uh, the quarterback shuffle happening across the NFL. we got to get our picks in. We will have uh, listener picks as well. Um, we've got college, NFL, got a lot of NBA today, too, that we got to get to. Things are going dysfunctional. Uh, but where we got to start? Well, that sucked. Blazers dropped two to one of the bottom feeders in the West. Let's unpack it. 503-250-1080 is the fan tech sign. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Dusty's just jamming. I am. Yeah. I didn't even hear you hit the liner. Oh, yeah. Well, bless you. You know, that's when you got to let it marinate. Or shall I say, marionate. I love Mariah Carey. Even though so I, do I. She's I like a, probably for different reasons. She's like a wackadoodle. No. Same reasons. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but she is... Her, she is great. <laughs> she has <laughs> a fantastic voice. Yes, she Yeah, does. that was one of the reasons. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Nobody's ever looked better in a basketball jersey than Mariah Carey. Oh, boy, that trend. The jersey uh, dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a thing. MTV Cribs. Remember when uh, they went down to, what was the guy, the Virgin Records guy, uh, Richard Branson? Branson. Mm-hmm. His, like, island, and she's just hot Chilling. chicken it on Chilling. a bed. Just like, you're sitting there, whoa, what? what are you doing here? Um, that was great. But Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Fantastic. And all I want for Christmas, that is uh, Danny Meringue's, he, all he wants is power for all Christmas. I, all I want is my power to not go out. That's all he wants is power for Christmas. Um, all he wants for Christmas is you, power. Uh, Blazers lost to the Thunder last night, 101-98. Oh, no, we suck again. Oh, gosh. I, like, and, and this is the thing. The Blazers dropped two straight to a team that they should beat. Like, these are the games that you should win. But it's even more than that. This is like six in a row for the Blazers over the last two years to the Oklahoma City Thunder. What is going on with Portland to where they cannot defend the Oklahoma City Thunder when it matters the most, right? Because it's not like the Blazers, uh, when you, if you were, if I were to tell you the Blazers shoot 50% from the field, dang near 40% from three, Mm -hmm. okay, all your starters score in double figures, you're going, all right, probably pretty good night for Portland. Wrong. Wrong. Two times in a row, the Thunder pull out a win at the end. A couple things happened. Uh, number one, 18 turnovers. Oh, that was another thing a qualifier was going to put in there. And the turnover battle is even. You both turned the mm-hmm. ball over a bajillion times. Okay, which, Gosh. You, when you have uh, a bajillion turnovers, you bajillion. have to find ways to comp- compensate, right? Yes. Okay, you shoot nearly forty or fifty percent from the field, nearly forty yeah. percent from the three point line, and you're getting your three point attempts up. You get thirty six attempts, which it's okay, it's good, it's a yeah. solid number. You hit fourteen. Yep, it's a good number. It's an okay day. 
Where things go sideways is nine bleeping free throws. <sighs> 25 to nine. And let me, let me, let me get on my little That's soapbox true, here. I am not blaming the refs. The Blazers were in a position where they could win this game. Ooh, Stephen A. Smith it, though. I am going to say, though. However. However, <laughs> when there is a 30-plus free throw difference <laughs> in two games, that is yeah. insane. Not so fast. And here's the thing. I, I, I got tackled by anime avatars on Twitter last night from Oklahoma City, all 13 of them. Um, but as good as Shea is, Shea Gilgis, Shea Gilgis Alexander, mm-hmm. he's not that great. His free throw rate right now is literally on par with 17, 18 James Harden. He had 19 shot attempts officially last night. Mm-hmm. He, he shot 13 free throws. Uh-huh. 13 being four more than the entire Trailblazers team. Yeah. And I saw a lot of Thunders fans, well, t- t- take take less threes, get to the rim. But, and that is, but that is a good point. He is very aggressive. He is, but also, do you know how many shots at the rim that the Blazers had last night? How many? 19. Do you, wow. know, how many, do you know how many shots at the rim the Thunder had last night? How many? 21. Okay. And, so, and the free throw discrepancy was 25 to 9. Yes. Okay. Again, the Blazers still could have and should have handled this game and won this game. They were up five with three minutes to go. Yep. But. They imploded. The free throw disparity last night and the, the game before made it harder to win those games. And this is the problem, though, that in not Dame, I saw retweeted uh, a fan that called out the NBA refs. Also Nurk. <laughs> because of the last second on the final attempt where, I mean, that was a call that was being given the other way. But also it's crunch time. We know in the NBA – on the final seconds, you're not always going to get that call, and instead of fading away, go into him, whatever. I don't – it's neither here nor there. You, you didn't get that call. But this is kind of the frustration that I think a lot of Blazer fans have right now. It's, hell, it's a frustration that I have right now, is that when you get a drug into these deep-water games, it, it's about finding that way to win. And they're 50-50, you know, coin flip games, right? But when they when mm-hmm. they happens in back-to-back – instances against the same team in the same arena, that stings a little bit harder than if you were to lose a last-second oh, game to Dallas hard. as opposed to, you know, Oklahoma City. And that is one where it's like, no, these are the teams you're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. Beat them. At 100%. least once. At least once. And, like, that is where I think a lot of that frustration is coming and, from. And now you're looking at a road trip that's probably going to end up 2-4 and four because you're playing your last game tomorrow on the road against Denver, who's rolling, end of a six-game trip at Elevation, if, heading home for Christmas. Do if, you th- if you haven't uh, checked lately, too, uh, Nikola Jokic is playing some of the best basketball. Balling out of his ever, mind. He's ever, right now. He's, he's, ever. Yeah, he's, he's putting up uh, Wilt-esque <laughs> stat lines over the last week or so. And they're the best team in the West. Currently, with, yeah. at record-wise, even, which is hilarious considering their defense is the second-worst defense in the league. It's just that their offense is so overwhelming in the regular season, which you would expect Portland's to be. Yeah, and that's the other interesting contrast in this. In the first matchup with the Thunder, the the, the offense was nuts, and they couldn't stop anybody. Yeah. In this game, the offense was poor. You didn't have a single guy over seventeen points. Jeremy yeah. Grant led them in scoring with seventeen. Yep. Dame shot poorly. Ant shot poorly. I mean, everybody shot like what, what? of the of the big dogs. They all shot poorly. I don't. I think I. I was I stopped looking. Was he zero for his first eight? Is that what I saw from three? Dame Dame finished two of was, eleven from three. But it was yeah. But it was it, and then he hit a couple, and then mm-hmm. it was just like uh, okay. 
which is funny. You start thinking about that. The Blazers shot basically 40% from three, even though they struggled. The Blazers shot 50% from the field, even though Dame and Ant struggled. Mm. The problem is that the volume guys, Dame and Ant, didn't get it going. Yeah. And, and they and, contributed to turnovers. And that is something that you got to – one of those guys has, has got to pop. Like, you have to have a 20-point guy out of one of your big three, and I think that is – I mean, that that's not a trend. That's kind of the one-off for this team in the way that they've been playing this year, though. And yes. It, it, and this is where the overreaction, the the swell of, you know, fans on social media or whatever will, will go. Our pets' heads are falling off. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're going to blame the refs. We're going to, you know, go down the road of, uh, oh, my gosh, we're inconsistent. We can't score. Well – if if one of those guys hits a couple more shots, it's a completely different game. And if Dame one more gets shot, call. quite literally one more shot. And that's the way that that's why they call these one possession games. Those are the fifty fifty games. And over the course of a season, they even themselves out. And with Portland, it, this is after what was a great road trip against a very good um, schedule in that six game road trip. You went four and two on that one. This one. Right now, the best you can get is is five hundred, and you got to beat Denver to do it, which is not going to be easy. No, but uh, if you can find a way to go three and three on this trip, you'll take it. Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll take it every every day without without blinking. And that's why going five hundred on road trips uh, is kind of that that measuring stick. But this is supposed to be also the point in the season, and this is the the part in the schedule it's where winning time where you're going to win your way. Yeah. And it's just not happening. And that, I think, do we have a legit conversation of, all right, we're starting to see a lot of these teams, not just Portland, too. If you go around a lot of the teams that were hot shooting, we're starting to see the wear and tear kind of, you know, you start adding up all of these miles, all these minutes that these guys are playing. How much credence do you put into that? Is there there comes a roadblock in every NBA season where you have to blow through it, right? It's either that is, or you are, succumb to it, and that's the problem. Are, are we at that point in the season? Because, I mean, it seems like it may be early. I mean, you look at their wing depth right now. Nasir Little out for a significant amount of time. Gary Payton II has not played. When Just, is he going to be back? Do we know? I, I, I mentioned it the other day. Again, don't hold me to it, but I was told Monday was when he would make his return. Okay, we've gotten so, like two weeks of ramp up, and it's usually – the ramp up is three – three-day window until yeah. you can come back, but we're at a couple of weeks now. Yeah, okay. and so hopefully the Charlotte game on, on Monday is yeah. – is the thought so? Okay. But we'll see. Um, Justice Winslow, we're waiting on an injury update on him, but he rolled the crap out of his ankle last night, dude. Justice Winslow is a tough sob. Dude, he could not move. He had to be helped to the locker room. He was in immense pain, and I hate saying this out loud. The way he rolled that, and you know what kind of sprain I'm going to say. Don't the high ankle sprain. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Damn it, Danny. <laughs> The high ankle sprain is one that lingers for two months, and you... You had one job. Yeah, this is one where it's your fault, too. <laughs> Look, when he did that, the way he was reaching yeah. down, it looked it wasn't just like reaching at the ankle. Well, yeah, it was when, reaching at the whole kind of top of your leg. When, when you bend your foot like that, it's... Yeah. All right. That, well, thanks, downer Danny. It sucks, because... That you did see some shifts in what they did last night because they did go smaller at times and they went with Watford at the small ball and they were taking away one of their small ball options in Justice mm. Winslow. But we also saw Justice Winslow get beat in game one by Shea Gilders Alexander for a game winner. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to throw Justice under the bus. I'm just saying that the... the well, that's not the guy you want. 
And I think that this no, is they, they did in that situation. They did want I, him. I, I know, but I think that this is a big, larger conversation about where the roster's at. Sure. Okay. Is that in a crunch time situation? It, it is who the Blazers, the Blazers, as they're as they're currently built, how the Blazers wanted and who they wanted on him. But that is not the defender that you want if you are going to be a, a playoff contending team. You know, you've got to be. And, and we we talk about this all the time. You know, you you keep mentioning and floating out that name of OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's a guy you want. That's a guy you yes. want on him. You know, yes. And this is where we find shortcomings on the Blazers roster. And there's a lot of texts coming in at five zero three two five zero ten eighty about uh, you know backcourt defense still being the issue. You, you CJ's out, Ant is in. Still, we have the same problems. At what point uh, is that going to be the discussion between uh, of the backcourt and their ability to defend at a higher level. Yes. And consistently. That, and here's the other, the, the other question is that's kind of, this is a good time as we're getting close to the midway point of the season. Mm-hmm. Like it's, 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 it's coming up very quickly. They're what? 30, 32 games played. Yeah. So they're, they're nine games away by the time we we're basically two and a half, three weeks away from midpoint. Holy bowels. Man. Yeah. It's, it, it's on you quick. Mm. And uh, Sprague and I had Joe Cronin on, uh, on Jack Ramsey's to start the season, right? And the question we asked him as far as team building was, like, what do you need for an evaluation period to understand what this team is? He goes, yeah. we need at least a month. I want two. I'm greedy. But I think that's like kind of where mm. we are. Well, guess where we're at now? Yeah. We're at that point. The evaluation period is... And you're starting to understand where the real shortcomings are on the roster. The the inability to play big while being mobile. Like Eubanks is mobile-ish, but he's not as big. Nurk is big, but he's not as mobile. So you're 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 kind of stuck there. You're bench shooting outside of Shaden Sharp. You don't really have anybody who can come off the bench and score. You're still that's trying to a, figure out your your wing stuff. That's a common thread that we've had with the Blazers over a decade now. Mm-hmm. So trying to figure that out and how you stagger that, and then you have to understand where they are contractually with guys, particularly a guy like Josh Hart who's up for uh, a renewal, or he can opt out, which he will. He will opt out because he will get paid more. But you do you do all of this, and you're starting to understand where their shortcomings are. And <clears throat> I know fans' natural reaction is, but this team's good enough to do X, Y, and Z in the playoffs. This season was never about this season. It was about establishing who you are, where you are, what you are, culturally, and what guys are going to be here going forward. I know that is a very tough pill to swallow as a fan sometimes, to remember that in the 82-game season. But I think that Joe Cronin and his staff have earned that with the amount of transformation that they have accomplished already. Shut your mouth. I'm going to live and die by every game, and it's going to be a complete indicator of what this team is <laughs> every single game. And if they don't win the finals, the season was a bust. Yes, absolutely. No, to that point in what you're saying, there is a, a, a level of confidence that I have moving forward of what this team is because of the front office's willingness to pull the ripcord and eject. The flexibility that has been created in – it's not Neil O'Shea is serving us a line of, hey, 
It's about flexibility. That everybody was looking around going, "What flexibility? You've you backed burned, yourself into you a burned corner. You burned everything, and you have nothing left." Yeah, like you you've backed yourself into a corner every which way. We've been in all four corners of this room. Like we're we're in an octagon now. We're in an octagon shaped room. Every single corner <laughs> has been has been backed into, and now you're starting to see that staggered contracts. You've got varying levels of uh, whether staggering years wise the scale of salary structure. Yeah. You've got a lot more flexibility in that realm. And now you have a front office that is willing to deal and is not, is not opposed to giving up some assets that look, there's going to be in all likelihood, a player that a lot of fans truly love. That's going to be going out of town. So at some point this year or next summer and within the next six months. And that is it. That, that is a, that's actually a good feeling to have because you know what? That means you're trying to improve your yes, roster. You're not just coming. saying, "Hey, look at how great these guys are, and they're 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 here, and we're going to stick by them, and we're going to run it back again." No, there is a willingness to raise the bar. Yes, raise the bar, raise the bar. And it'll be interesting to see. I know everybody's. They need to trade now. They need to trade now. They need to trade. Yeah. It's not going to happen right now. It's not. Mm. But right. as we get closer to the deadline and stuff starts to heat up, I would expect that. Things are happening, especially as we look around the NBA right now and we see what's happening in Atlanta, we see what's happening in Toronto, we see what's happening across the, really the league. There's going to be some pretty pretty major upheaval here coming up. All right. Okay. Damn Blazers. All right. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Blazers fall 101-98. Uh, the sky is not falling, though. You lost two to the Thunder, which their last three wins, Memphis, Portland, Portland. So... I mean, they they could also be a team that's just getting right in their groove right now. Like we we saw Portland come out of, of the see of the how, start of the season like that. How dare you? Only Portland can get into a groove. Exactly. That's how this works. There's some people out here. All right, uh, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, just a reminder coming up, we've got picks that are going to be uh, – you can make picks, and you the, the polls will be up at they Danny up. and Dusty. They are right now? Yeah. I just, the games the, are up? That's what I did. Holy crap. He's mm-hmm. good at his job. Uh, they are up at Danny and Dusty. You can pick – uh, the games against us, against the spread. Um, that will be coming at 2 o'clock. Uh, but coming up next, he gone. First is Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey and Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Fan. Noah Sewell has officially declared for the NFL Draft, announcing today he's going to skip the Holiday Bowl and start preparing for uh, the draft. Good for him. It is great for him. It it, it really is. uh, He will be a very interesting case study in his evaluations because he came into the season as the number one linebacking prospect in college football. He was slated anywhere between 12 and 20 for a first-round pick. And production-wise this season, it, it did not add up to, to what you would expect from, the, from a number standpoint of a guy who is drafted in that, in that realm, right? And I, I think that when you look at it, we get lost in, in numbers so much. His, his season was really interesting because 
he was in a, one a new system defensively, and he kind he did what he was asked to do. And this this is the thing. There was a there was a, a leaky leaky front seven for Oregon. We we've talked about this whether it was getting a pass rush or in linebackers in coverage and in space with crossers coming across. I mean, that has been a couple of years now. And the way that kind of things with Tim DeRuiter's defense a year ago were made to funnel and react for Noah Sewell. And he's really mm-hmm. damn good at that. He's really damn good at See that. See ball, get ball, in hole. And Dan Lanning's defense with Tosh LePoy is more of do your damn job. And if you do your – if everybody does their job, we will – be successful when Oregon's defense wasn't humming that was the problem is not enough guys were doing their job when and they would get kind of picked apart and we saw the successful games it was it it truly is it's 11 guys that you got to lean on in that defense and there were issues and that's what's going to be fascinating for me is what that evaluation looks like when we don't know exactly what the scheme was being asked to do you know, and because there he he's not, he wasn't a guy that had a hundred tackles. He wasn't a guy that is going to blow your socks off because what was it? This year he had um five five and a half tackles for loss, only twenty four solo tackles, fifty six to- total tackles, and one and a half sacks this year. It wasn't a it wasn't a situation where you sit there and you look at it and you go, hey. That guy, top five, bona fide pick, especially when a year ago he's coming off a season that had 114 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, and four sacks. I mean, it was a completely different year statistically. You just cut everything that he did the year before in half. Yeah. That's why his evaluation is going to be so interesting because he is a first-round talent. The evaluators no doubt about it. Knows, know what he was working with. Yes. They're, they're going to go to Dan Landing. They're going to go to Tosh Boy, and they're going to understand – what was asked of him. Yeah. But when you flip on the tape, what are you going to see? That's the question. Yeah. Well, and I think what you're in, this is where I think he sends in and every player does this, who, who has the opportunity to leave early, you send in an evaluation and basically what happens is you get evaluators, you send it into the NFL, you get your feedback and they will give you a round Mm -hmm. where you're projected. Here's your grade. And it'll be like first round, and then you have like second, third round, third, fourth, fourth, fifth, sixth, undrafted, and undrafted. Yeah. And you make the decision at that point which one you're going to go after. This right? is this is to avoid the the agent signing stuff that we had for so yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. And I think it is actually one of the great things that NIL is going to do is those guys who were tweeners. You're no longer going to see the guys who are tweeners say, you know what, I'm I got I got to get money. I'm going to go get money. Those guys are going to start coming back. For Noah Sewell, I'm guessing he got a first-round great evaluation because of what he knows he can do and what evaluators know he's capable of doing. And so that is going to be a fascinating one to see. But he is officially out of the Holiday Bowl, and we'll find out whether or not uh, he is going to be a guy that uh, is going to be a first-round pick. What are you, what are you looking at over there? You're surprised. You got a surprised uh, face over there. Yeah, Peyton Bowen has flipped from Oregon to Oklahoma. Well, there we go. The guy who flipped from <laughs> Notre Dame to Oregon yesterday and was one of the big flips for Dan Lanning in his class, we talked about this during the show, that Oklahoma was considered a favorite over mm-hmm. Oregon. 
but Oregon was in the mix and they got a late visit from him. But Oklahoma was considered the leader and then Oregon came in at the 11th hour and was able to secure it. Peyton Bowen, though, now committed to Oklahoma. He never signed his NIL, and that was going to be the interesting one. Mm-hmm. It's ne- these guys are not committed until until they're signed, signed, sealed, and yeah. delivered. That's why we we discussed how it was really important for Oregon State to get all of those guys pen to paper by 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. They had them all in except for was, one. except for one, and that and one got flipped. flipped. And Jerry and Dickey posted the Instagram yesterday of him in a Ducks jersey. He is still not signed. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a red flag. But Peyton Bowen, it, and again, we'll find out if he gets signed. But this is this is a really interesting aspect of college football now. These guys and... Until they're signed, they're being recruited. Yes, and it has always been talent acquisition in college football. That's what wins. The team. Look at a profile for every team that wins a, a national championship. They are a top ten recruiter over a four year period. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, four years. Like you keep it rolling. Every single mm-hmm. team. This is one of the things that the Matrix always says. Talent acquisition. And, and like you could say, oh, stars don't mean anything. And that's true. You can win games, and you can let Oregon State upsetting Oregon, Oregon this past a- year. Perfect example. Is a great example of that. You can win games, but you will not win a championship unless you up your talent talent level. And this is going to be, I don't know, the the old heads out there, they may be very upset to hear this. The top-tier teams have always been paying players. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun! There is even Dabo Swinney, who built his, his program on NIL... Of God's name, image, and likeness. God's name, image, and likeness. $100 handshakes have been in existence for a very long time. Did you see the tweet that that said that uh, Dabo said that uh, their their program was built on the (laughs) N-A-I-L'd to the cross of Jesus? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. That that was not real. It was somebody making fun of Dabo. Again. But the quote was real. The quote was real. And again. When I first heard that, I about threw up in my mouth. Listen, again. I will. I, this is not making fun of religion. Uh, this is Jurion, not making fun of hey, faith. Also, Jurion Dickey, he did sign last night. Oh, did he officially sign? Yes. Okay. When they, I looked they this morning, said, I remember seeing a tweet last night from Oregon where Oregon doesn't tweet anything out unless they have paper signed. He did sign. So he is signed and in. Hmm. Um, it was later than his announcement. What you're going off of was Nemec had a tweet earlier in the day mm-hmm. where, and when we talked to Nemec, yeah. it was uncertain. Uh, and even at three o'clock when he made his announcement, he just posted IG. Yes, he 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 did sign his his papers are in. Um, but this is going to be the world of college football is changing. And I saw that Jimbo Fisher had a had a comment a quote about this today, which it made me roll my eyes. He said, "I knew eventually there'd be pay for play, but I didn't know it would be NIL like it came about. The problem with all of it is that there's no consistency in rules. And then when you get to the transfer portal, there's so much tampering going on. It's utterly ridiculous. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. We're only in college football. And the guys like Dabo and guys like Jimbo, what is bothersome to them is the fact that the boat is being rocked by programs that they used to have the control. A, now, now they have a chance. Yeah, they, they used. Clemson, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, Michigan, USC. Yeah. 
Those are the ones that have, for 25 years, 30 years, you probably throw Penn State in there. Uh, Ohio State, I'm trying to think, am I missing anybody else who like were the the guys who did it under the table? Oh, the ones that, well, Con- all the, the consistent top 10 recruiting classes. For so Notre Dame, Ohio Notre State, Dame. There you go. Uh, Alabama, Florida, Florida State. There you go. I forgot the Florida Miami, schools. Miami, Texas, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. They're uh, a new player. USC. Uh, no, Texas A&M has always been a player, but now, this, this now that they have the legal money, and yeah. this is, if you've never read The Bagman by Stephen Godfrey, uh, it's an it. article. It's fantastic. You will see how intricate the system used yes. to be. They, the system was intricate, mm-hmm. and everybody had their own system in the way they go about it. And the rocking of the boat is a team like Oregon can have a big booster like Phil Knight, mm-hmm. who's okay. saying, "Let's go." Or the I think the original disruptor, T Boone Pickens, T Boone Pickens at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, now you're having teams can come in, and for some programs, it's they can hold on to guys, and they're not going to get pillaged. But for all of these guys like Jimbo and Dabo, you guys were doing like he's talking about tampering with other teams' rosters. You were doing this are day you one. Me? You you were literally hiring GAs away from other schools and, the, and other places because they have the inherent tribal knowledge of those places, so you know who and, to, who's available to go and, after. And for for Jimbo Fisher to say. Uh, for NIL to come in like it did, the problem with all of it is that there's no consistency in rules. So I'm going to use a little dab or Jimbo Fisher translator there mm. and say what Jimbo Fisher means to say in that is I liked having rules that I knew I could break because that's what those programs that we listed did. Not just that. Not only they the rules knew they what break, the rules are, they wouldn't they get caught they could break them. by the other guys. That was the more important spot. And so now that NIL exists, you know, and I, I do truly believe this, we will have a leveling off of in all of this. Yes. Millionaires are going to take a look around and be like, wait, I paid how much and we're still not a, a top-tier program? And that's what Jimbo's going through right now at Texas A&M. Well, Jeff, uh, Jeff Russ was telling us there was uh, who who had the report on Drake May being offered $5 million? Uh, I thought uh, Pat Narduzzi, Pat Narduzzi said that he knew yeah. of that he knew of two schools that offered him five million to transfer. That tracks. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that is something that the NCAA needs to curtail. You need like if that happens, if tampering like that happens, and they're actively recruiting a player on your roster, like Pat Narduzzi accused USC of doing with Jordan Addison last year. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why that's why Narduzzi's talking about North Carolina situation is because he's still pissed off that about Addison. Jordan Addison yeah. left and went to USC, and he was very vocal of mm-hmm. saying, "No, he was on our roster, and they lured him out." And I I think that that is wrong. I, I do think that that is wrong. And if you if it is proven and you can prove it, then I think teams should be penalized for that. But uh, at the same time, that also has been happening. And now the fact that nobody's getting penalized for it is just happening in mass across the board. And I think that that's why it's really important that a school like Oregon State is building the way that they are and, and saying, all right, we know we don't have this unlimited bucket of NIL money mm-hmm. to pull out of, but we want guys that want to be here, that want to buy into the culture. And once they are here and once they do, they're not going anywhere. It, like a Damian Martinez, mm-hmm. we're, we can find the money to pay yeah. you. And we will. They're we'll more. Make sure they're you're more insular. Care. Insular. Yeah. That's the thing is you're yeah. you're protecting against those. It's almost become like Viking Raiders. 
Like the, the, the big bad Vikings come down every winter. I was thinking like Minnesota Vegas. I was like, well, okay, Vikings Raiders. What happened to that? <laughs> am, I, am I missing? Am I no, missing something in the no? Record? Like the, in the okay, actual yeah, like, team wanted to win thirteen hundreds. Like the Vikings yeah. coming down to raid England. This, this is they they'd come down every winter to come down and and you know see what they could get. Yeah. You know, pillage and and take what they can, and the ones that were were too weak, they succumbed, and the ones that were strong enough, they they built up their defenses, and they knew what was coming. Yeah. All right, five zero three two five zero ten eight. A couple of nuggets of news there. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. It's Christmas time. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. What am I, uh, what am I hearing here? Am I weird that I've never heard this Christmas song before? Oh, wait till it gets to the chorus. Okay. Yeah. It's the, the Do They Know It's Christmas. Oh, all right. Band-Aid. Oh, the Band-Aid. Yeah, I got it. Old George Michael, rest in peace. R.I.P. Love George Michael. Okay, um, we have a winter winter weather a brewing. I was looking at you know you said yesterday, Danny, where you used to be stationed in Grand Forks. Because you're a psychopath, you still have the weather there on your phone. I have all the, all the places that I lived for basically like more than a year. I have them on my phone. Huh? And let's see. Let's 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 check in today, shall we? Did it did it did it did it? is negative eight right now. Okay. Okay. With a high of negative six. I saw that uh, we were, uh, (laughs) I was complaining to my wife about how cold it's going to be because I hate being cold and I think it's awful and it sucks and nobody should like uh, being cold. But yeah. And then I saw the weather in Wyoming, Mm. negative 70 degrees. Mm. There, I think it's Lusk, Wyoming. Was that seven zero? 70. Negative, negative 70 degrees. In a town called Lusk, Wyoming, the other day, it's cold everywhere right now, and uh, that includes the Midwest, where it is so cold in Iowa that even in Iowa they're canceling sporting events because it's too cold and the roads are too bad in oh, it's, Iowa. It's, it's the windshield. That's what it is. This this happens in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska every yeah. winter. So, like I said, it's negative eight right now. What ends up happening? I think I've, I've told the story. We we got locked in a skiff underground because it was too cold. It was like negative 18. That sucks. Okay. That is horrible. And but when the happen. wind blows, it will hit like negative 60. Yeah. It's that's, insane. That's why I, I still don't know why I went to the University of Montana Western. <laughs> uh, my recruiting trip, it was negative 28 when we went to the movie Old School. Yeah. It's, it was negative 28 degrees. And I was like, this is stupid. Negative 31 with the wind chill right now in Grand Forks. So dumb. So basically, the wind blows at all, it it burns you. It quite literally, like you can't yeah. be outside. It it's sucks. physically painful. It sucks. But uh, it is cold in Iowa, and they've canceled the sports in Iowa. So a local Iowa television station uh, had no sports to report. So what they opted to do was send their send their weatherman or their sports anchor out to do the weather. And I've never related to a sports anchor more than this man right here. Mark, how are you feeling out there? 
Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning uh, until today. It's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long and generally on those shows I'm inside. So uh, this is a really long show. Tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier. How do I get that uh, Storm Chaser 7 duty? I, I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal. You know, that thing's heated. Um, the outdoors currently is not heated. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, I've, I've got good news and, and I've got bad news. The, the good news is that I can still feel my face right now. The bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job. I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo for the last time this morning. Thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, New 7 KWWL. <laughs> Love it. That Let's guy, check in on him. It's cold. That guy did not want to be there at all. That's a guy who doesn't want to be outside on like a oh, normal day, man. let alone like a nice day or a cold day. He <laughs> he is. He wants no part of it. He's like, I'm I'm doing sports in Waterloo, Iowa. Like, uh, wh why am I out here in the freezing cold? What are you guys doing to me? Uh, come on, man. Uh, and he, you know what? He didn't sound like he was like playing it up for for just being the. Like, uh, hey, I'm having a good time out here, and I'm just ribbing you guys. It sounded like he was truly miserable out there, and it's negative 18 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be miserable too. You know, standing out there doing a stand-up. Oh, man. For no reason other than to be out in the cold. I'd be pretty pissed too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, all right. I would probably say just say no. Hey. But to all the folks out there that are heading out to the Dalles or that are going up to the Sylvan Hill right now that are going to report the news Oof. for everybody be on careful. how cold it is, be careful and stay warm. And I, I'm thinking of some pictures guys. from the gorge have already materialized on the old Twitters. Yeah. And it That's is brutal, dude. Just a frozen swath of hell. Dude. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. The great uh, Pete Ferryman tweeted something out yesterday, uh, last night, of a Wyoming state trooper. I think it was Wyoming state trooper. Uh, and I'm going to retweet it uh, from Pete's account because it was epic, the the blizzard that they were in over there. So, like, let's file it under uh, a stay out of the – stay off the roads, folks. This is from Wyoming. It is just, you can't see. Zero vis visibility. Yeah, None. No, hard pass. All right, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, we got a quarterback shuffle in the NFL. We got a lot of NFL news that we need to get to, and we'll get to it uh, at the top of next hour. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.